Could driverless vehicles be a game-changer for farming and a better milk price not enough to stop farmers taking legal action against their milk company? Hello, I'm Kath McAloon. We start today with international news. The Middle East Sheikdom of Qatar has established alternative shipping ports for live sheep from Australia as it deals with a blockade by its neighbours. Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Bahrain and the UAE have accused Qatar of funding terrorism, a claim it fiercely denies. Qatar is Australia's second largest export destination for live sheep, taking more than 500,000 in the past year. The Qatari ambassador to Australia, Nasser bin Hamid Al Khalifa, says his country is not experiencing any hardship due to the blockade. Let me assure you that the, the, the sanction it is illegal, it's against the United Nations Charter, it's against international law. It is hurting their own people more than people in Qatar or our guests from other countries, including the more than 5,000 Australians. Uh, there, there is no difficulties. In an update to a long-running dispute in the Australian sugar industry, the country's largest miller, Wilmar, is confident of securing more than two-thirds of export sugar produced in its North Queensland mills after finally agreeing to cane supply contracts. About 1,500 growers can now choose whether Wilmar or the industry-owned marketing body Queensland Sugar Limited will forward price and sell their share of sugar. The implications for the future of QSL, which used to have 100% control, won't be known until nominations close next week. Wilmar Executive General Manager Shane Rutherford is confident his company will sell the bulk of the sugar. Some growers are choosing 100% to Wilmar, some growers are choosing 100% to, to QSL. You know, more and more growers are actually hedging their bets and splitting their nominations and, and you know, I think that's very sensible. But, you know, it is important that, that growers do have to consider their choices carefully now that they have a choice. A lobby organisation calling themselves the Murray Group is counting the costs of the Murray-Darling Basin plan on the New South Wales-Murray Valley region. The group, made up of irrigators and water companies, commissioned a report which found nearly a third of the region's irrigation water had been bought for the environment, costing an average of $120 million in economic activity annually. Shelley Schooler from Southern Riverina Irrigators says small businesses have been most affected. It might not be the end of individual farmer that's most greatly impacted, but it's the flow-on jobs to our communities. It's the tractor drivers that you contract in. It's your crop dusters that you contract in. It's the, the next step past the farm gate that is most hit at this stage. A higher opening milk price hasn't dissuaded dairy farmers who supply Fonterra from pursuing legal action against the company. Fonterra, which faces a class action lawsuit over last year's milk price cut, this week announced an opening milk price of $5.30 a kilogram of milk solids for next season. Farmer Bridget Goulding says until the company apologises and makes up for what they did to her business, she'll continue with the legal action. It was a clawback. We had supplied milk and an agreed price. They need to step up, acknowledge it and pay us back what we needed to be paid back. You know, we can't get too excited about what they're paying when they're yet to pay their outstanding accounts. 
The National Farmers Federation says automated vehicles could be a game-changer for improving agricultural productivity in Australia, but only if telecommunications channel challenges can be solved. A parliamentary inquiry is investigating the benefits and challenges of driverless vehicle technology, including safety concerns and the impact on employment. NFF Policy Officer Maxi Hanft says automated farm technology is already available, but Australia's patchy telecommunications is limiting its use. When you look at our cotton industry, most of the machinery comes from the US and has that ability mm. to upload data, download data, be autonomous. That's a massive hindrance right now in uptake because you just don't have the upload data to drive those vehicles on farm. Finally, in an impressive tale of outback survival, a cat belonging to a family living on a remote station has found his way home after disappearing into the bush a year ago. Bobby Cat was found 100 kilometres from home by fencing contractors who recognised him to be friendlier than a feral. The cat's owner, Georgina Luckraft from Alandi Station, about 250 kilometres north of Broken Hill, says she's amazed he survived. Fires living out on your own and considered vermin like that, it's surprising that he hasn't been hit by the shot or baited or taken by a pig or, you know, things like that. So, yeah, I think that in itself is pretty incredible. A whole year out um, avoiding all those obstacles is pretty impressive. For today, that's Rural News.